and welcome to episode three of the Upopolis podcast. I'm Kristen Ogler, Child Life Specialist, host of the podcast, and National Program Manager for the Upopolis platform. If you know a youth that could benefit from being connected on Upopolis, be sure to connect with us at support at upopolis.com. I would like to introduce a very special guest today, Christina Papavangelou, who is the co-founder of Kids Health Links Foundation. Christina is going to give us a little backstory about how Upopolis came to be. In her everyday life, she's a mindset coach, an energy healer, and a yoga instructor. She is passionate about helping other people better understand their mind, get connected with their energy, and also discover how movement, like yoga, can empower them. So welcome, Christina. We're excited to have you here today for episode two of the podcast. And I think a good place to start would be you helping the audience to understand how Upopolis and Kids Health Links Foundation came to be. Yeah, absolutely. Firstly, I'm really happy to be here. So thanks so much for asking me to join in. Kids Health Links Foundation is a nonprofit and charity. It's the umbrella organization. And the inspiration for Kids Health Links Foundation really stems from the hospitalization experiences of two teenage friends. So one of those teens was me. In 2002, and at the age of 15 years old, I suddenly contracted a massive blood infection known as toxic shock syndrome. Very nearly took my life, but thankfully I made a full recovery and uh, I'm here to share about my story today. And the other friend was a really close and dear friend of mine, Katie. And in 2004, after an incredibly brave fight, Katie lost her battle with a rare form of cancer. And it was throughout her treatment at the time when she needed to feel a sense of connection and community most, um, that her frequent hospitalizations actually kept her from her friends and her her family and it caused her to, her to feel really isolated and disconnected from her social circles. It became really obvious to my family and I that the loneliness and this sense of separation that she experienced was not unique to her situation, but typical for hospitalized youth. It was something that I had experienced through my short stints in hospital as well and was something that we wanted to address as a family and so you know it had been since my illness that we wanted to do something to give back to the healthcare community for saving my life but it was katie's experience that really compelled us and sent us on this mission to answer this this need for connection Kids Health Links as, a, as an organization and charity was born, founded to enable connection and a sense of normalcy in the hospitalization experiences of youth. So KHLF was founded and we, essentially shortly after that, we started to develop Upopolis, which is our flagship program. Um, and Upopolis was developed in partnership with TELUS uh, and is a secure and trusted social platform. Awesome. I love that. I love that this whole thing was born out of actual teens' experiences and, you know, being created by a family. It's such a great family-centered initiative. 
I'm excited that I've got to see it since early stages. I first launched at one of the hospitals where I've been a child life specialist at for years. Can you just move forward just a couple of years and talk to us a little bit about when the Eupopolis platform really came to be and how that might have happened? Yeah, definitely. Eupopolis was created in partnership with TELUS. TELUS is the national sponsor of the program, and they have been since the very beginning. My father was a businessman and had business connections and associations. He knew some of the executives at TELUS, and when we had decided that we wanted to create this opportunity and this platform for connection for uh, hospitalized youth, he approached tell us and shared with them kind of our dream and our vision. And they got really excited about this notion of connecting hospitalized youth and helping create a sense of normalcy in their lives. They got behind the program and they actually helped us architect and create uh, the initial website for the program, which by the way, is very different than the current Eupopolis that you see today. This would have been in the years 2005, you know, six and seven, that the program was being developed. And so websites and tech have changed over the years. And so, you know, a huge thank you to TELUS for supporting us in the enhancements and new features that we now see today. Initially, it was super simple portal where the youth can chat with one another, kind of send super simple emails back and forth. But now it's so much more. And a lot of the enhancements and upgrades uh, have been driven by the desires of the youth because that's who the site is for. I love all the feedback that we get from the youth and having them be a part of the the growth of the platform and the changes. And um, as you mentioned, it's been 15 years and things have sure changed this year in 2020 we launched version 3.0 which looks a lot different than eupopolis and eupopolis 2.0 i remember when it launched at one of the hospitals that i was a part of we got laptops that were specifically for eupopolis and they could chat with just the youth down the hall or within their hospital or they could get connected with youth at different partner hospitals and now today One of the things that really excites me about it, especially being someone who's from a small town and knowing youth, there's lots of youth out in small towns that can't get to different groups and those types of things, support groups, they can actually like connect and meet because we're seeing lots of patients being signed up for Eupopolis and, you know, they're able to like connect on video calls facilitated by our child life team. We have lots of programming now happening by a child life team on the platform Um, But it is really great to see the youth working together, creating really great content because we have this, you know, medical library, which has grown over the years. Resources are added from reliable sources um, embedded by the Child Life team. And that team also works for the youth to create content themselves that they can share to help other youth learn or navigate their new diagnosis. Really puts youth in that position of leadership and empowers them and allows them to process their stories. So, so many great things are happening from moving from something that allowed them to simply communicate with one another to actually putting them in leadership roles and 
getting them to be a part of things that get delivered out there to healthcare professionals all across the country, as well as into the U.S. now. So the evolution over the past 10 years has been really amazing. I love seeing the growth in it. Absolutely. We've had, we had super humble, humble beginnings with our first implementation at McMaster Children's. I mean, you would know the numbers better than me. How many sort of hospitals and community organizations that serve youth are we with or how, how many refers do we have today? I mean, the numbers are really, really, really amazing. Over 145 refers and over 20 six or seven partner organizations. So that's community hospitals. 99% of the children's hospitals across the country, we have our first referral referrers from the U.S. Um, so yes, it's definitely grown leaps and bounds. The youth engagement on the platform, especially from our UPALs, is phenomenal. That's actually so, one of my favorite parts, Krista. Sorry to interrupt, but this idea that we have created opportunities for youth on the platform to actually step into leadership roles and be you pals and you mentors and ambassadors for the program as well. It's definitely exciting and exciting to see them like in those roles, hearing their testimonials about what it, the platform has done for them is so moving. Is there a story or a connection that you've been a part of at a launch or that has happened over Eupopolis throughout the years that has really resonated with you? Absolutely. There are so many. Um, honestly, there are countless numbers that I could mention. But, uh, you know, I do have to say that one of them that is coming to mind and that resonates really strongly is, you know, I love, I love this idea of connection right? Connection and, and watching the youth on the program connect, connect with other youth that, that are going through similar medical experiences. And I remember, you know, a number of years ago, TELUS was supporting us in creating this sort of video uh, about Eupopolis and this idea of how it brings youth together in connection online. And so took two young users of the program, uh, one named Katrina and one named Maggie, and they had met online on Eupopolis and had started to forge this friendship. And though they had different, um, you know, different diseases, conditions, um, they were struggling with different uh, chronic illness, they still were able to find things in common and connect about their medical journeys in order to create this sort of this video or very short uh, clip or film, we brought them together in person. So we flew Maggie in from out west and I'll never forget the moment that they, that they met. Maggie got out of the car and like ran to Katrina and there was this like embrace that they had. They hugged, they had the biggest smiles on their faces and you could just really tell that they saw themselves in one another and they really felt known and it was a connection that Eupopolis had, had made and it was a really beautiful one. I'll, I'll never forget it. I love that story and I remember watching that video and one of the things that has come out of that, that we celebrate in 2020, is that that friendship and that connection helped us to establish the Eupopolis Connection Award. That award we talked about in episode one, and we actually had the two recipients for 2020 join us. 
And they talked about their connections that they have made, Sam and Kendall. That was a beautiful, a beautiful video. And they inspired some great things to happen on the platform and for us to be able to honor um, some of our other users and connections in different ways and to recognize and always remember that friendship, which was and a beautiful way to show exactly what your family was looking for and looking to do with this platform. Two stories that really stand out for me, one of them is from 2020, when the youth were talking about how experience with COVID has really leveled the playing fields for all students to experience that isolation as they lived in the restrictions due to COVID, have to do their schooling online and have to communicate over Zoom and that type of things. Really interesting to hear the youth say how when things transitioned and they were used to missing out on school and they were used to having to do things online, it kind of made them the experts in the situation when everybody had to move over to doing their schooling and stuff online. One story from a launch that really does stand out for me was a young guy, because of his diagnosis, he had gone from being a fully functioning teenager to having be in a wheelchair, to not have his Um, mobility anymore to not being able to be verbal anymore and really limited in having to use a lot of adaptive technology to be able to communicate and I remember when he joined Upopolis and he chose to use a profile picture of one of his favorite sports or something he really loved basketball and he started a group about basketball and other youth were joining it and there was lots of engagement and he was building friendships and nobody was any of the wiser about his condition. He was just a typical teenage boy hanging out on Eupopolis, talking to other youth who get it because they've been through healthcare experiences. And he could just be that typical boy on the platform, seeing what his limitations were. Um, And he could disclose them and share with them as he was ready. And people were very understanding on the site because they all have their own unique journey and limitations that they're working through. I love um, all those stories. They just warm my heart. Just in closing, is there any um, thoughts or additional information that you want to share? I, you know, often get asked about Kids Health Things and Eupopolis and and out of something that that was a a challenging time for me and and out of the passing of of my good friend, friend Katie, like how did this happen, you know? And I have to say, in our case, we allowed ourselves to really be inspired by my experience and by Katie's experience and to take action in a way that would make a difference in the world. Um, You know, not knowing what can happen in life is a fact of life. No one can tell the future, but it is possible to choose how you respond to what happens. And I am so honored and blessed to be a part of the story of Eupopolis and the team of amazing people because it took a village and it continues to take a village of passionate people who really care. It's just been a, a pleasure to be part of this team that's created such an incredible program to support youth across North America and beyond who are navigating chronic illness. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, I, you know, I love everything about this foundation and this platform and all the work that's being done and your family. And I just thank you for joining me for episode two and for having this vision and making it happen and believing it in it and sticking with it as it 
has grown over the last 15 years and I can't wait to see uh, where it goes next. By next, one of those things is this podcast. And I love that this gives or will give youth a voice, another way to have a voice as they can share their experiences and their expertise in future episodes and gives us as a team a way to share resources and educational opportunities for youth and their families, as well as other healthcare professionals. So thank you very much. I really did enjoy having Christina on today and her sharing the backstory behind Upopolis and how Kids Health Links Foundation came to be. Episode three coming up will be a group of child life specialists from across the country joining me to discuss what it's like to parent during a pandemic. These are a group of moms who also happen to be child life specialists and the parents of teenagers. So they're going to share a little bit about what it was like to parent during this pandemic with having the unique lens of being a child life specialist. So they're used to helping families navigate stressful life events. We want to hear um, how they feel that that might have benefited them or how they use their skills to help their family to cope with all that has been going on in 2020. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. And we invite you to connect with us on social. You can search us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are in there under Upopolis. And we welcome you to help any youth connect with us by emailing us at support at so we can help you navigate the referral process. Mm-hmm.